Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Because you're on Cruise Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Hey, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to Cruise Control. This is your on-air automotive magazine. By all means, fasten that seatbelt. Get comfortable because we have an hour of a lot of stuff in the automotive industry. Um, Everything is happening. Everything is changing. Uh, Every week, there's something new going on. And uh, Fred, we're going to start mentioning a few right now. Yeah, we are, less, and uh, we've got lots to go on this hour. Uh, we're going to start with pricing out Nissan Z. And frankly, it's a bit of a deal. I was a little surprised to see these prices. Uh, a great-looking car and uh, certainly one we look forward to driving. How about you? Yep, and boy, is it capable. Uh, also, Genesis uh, shares info and tech on its all-new GV60 EV crossover. Of course, it's a crossover. Um, I didn't need to mention that, did I? No. <laughs> uh, but it's high tech, uh, great cars, Genesis. Yeah, they should certainly do build great cars. We're going to talk about that. And Honda is also going to preview its brand new EV CUV that it's building along with GM. They're teaming yep. up with them to get into the EV business. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to talk tech this hour. Uh, The subject, clearing the air. Volvo wants you to breathe better. Uh, And I I like that. I like breathing. And uh, (laughs) Volvo uh, has a way to do that. Yeah, uh, we're going to tell you about that. Plus, I'm going to have an at-the-wheel review of the Kia this is a Kia Hybrid, Nero Hybrid, yeah. which is really, really good. We're going to tell you about that. Uh, great vehicle. If you want to get close to 50 miles to the gallon, this is the uh, one for you. I'll tell you all about yep. it. Have a full at-the-wheel review ready to go for you, so so you won't want to miss that. Uh, good stuff. All coming up here on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Don't forget, check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. There's links to all our social media, to a YouTube page, and more. It's all there at yep. cruisecontrolradio.com. Uh, Les, you excited about the new Z? I mean, it is well, a gorgeous you know, car. Um, it took a while to bring it out, but it sure has the silhouette of the old one, doesn't it? It, it really does hark back. Um the last one of that type I was in was the GTR, which uh, was a, a rocket. Yeah. Well, we'll um, talk about this, this cool. and the pricing and more when we come back on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We'll be right back. 
Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. And uh, let's get into our first... (laughs) Let's get into our first... (laughs) Well, I just want to identify. I don't want people mistaking me for you. Um, <laughs> you because wouldn't, you wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want that to happen. Um, well, let's get into our first story. Um, <laughs> I like. I also like to in in the uh, open. You said you would like to breathe, yeah. and that's that's good. Actually, uh, um, we got <laughs> some important. Information on the all-new Nissan Z. Uh, this is another one of the vehicles. Uh, we talked about their Frontier pickup. The Z was another vehicle that had been around in Nissan's lineup forever and needed an update, and it got one. We have the 2023 Nissan Z. This week, we learned that it is known as the attainable dream car. It's going to start the Z Coupe Sport six-speed manual or nine-speed automatic starts at $39,990. The Z Coupe Performance six-speed manual or nine-speed automatic goes for $49,990. And the Z Coupe Proto Spec with Mm. either a six-speed manual or nine-speed automatic that will roll out for fifty two thousand nine ninety. Destination handling is one thousand and twenty five dollars. And on the proto, you think you're going to get it for fifty two nine ninety? The proto, only two hundred and forty units will be built. Well, uh, you can add another ten to twenty thousand there. <laughs> exactly. But. Yeah. Uh, do we know much about what the base model has? The that's because that's not bad for thirty nine thousand nine ninety. Well, it it isn't bad, uh, and the the fact is, it's if you if you really look back uh, fifty two years to the original Z, that was about thirty five hundred dollars. So this is a little more than ten times that, which is about uh, what regular prices have climbed to. So. It's still a bargain in, in that regard. Plus, the Z itself, uh, you know, it's going to be equipped with, you know, uh, with all of the safety goodies. Um, and, you know, it's not going to be a plush interior. It's not supposed to be a, uh, an elegant luxury car. Um, but uh, typically, the Zs have always been extremely well specced out. Um, and I believe that the proto spec is kind of a a GTR in sheep's clothing. But here's the thing: all grades get the same engine. All grades get a 400 horsepower, three liter V6 twin turbo engine. All of them get a choice of a six speed manual or yeah. nine speed. So I have to look. We have to dig into this a bit and see what the difference in price is. Probably 
it's it's wheels, it's trim, it's all that. But um, well, the the four hundred horsepower is. I mean, these aren't big cars. No, that's that's you, so, it's the same drivetrain on every on yeah. every trim. So it's not a drivetrain upgrade. I'm going to guess the proto spec is lightened. Maybe. Um, I don't know, but. Um, gee, it, it, for, for the base 399, uh, you've got 400 horsepower and the entire legacy of the Z's. Um, boy, yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I'd... that's near, near Corvette performance, yeah, near Corvette performance. If you still like rear drive front engine rear drive you got that with the long hood the short deck and it's also going to have the driver centric cockpit with traditional three analog pod gauges and it's going to include modern amenities like a 12.3 inch customizable racing inspired tft meter and available nine inch touchscreen display so yeah i i do like the two-tone I think the two-tone looks great in that with the black roof separated yeah. by the kind of a, looks like a plus aluminum th- uh, trim. Yeah. This is about the best job of, of shaping a contemporary car so close to the original mm-hmm. um, it's, that I've ever seen. It's all of the proportions are exactly right. And you know what? There's elements of every generation in the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. I think they've done a pretty good job. I can't can't wait to drive it. I think it's going to be a fun vehicle. And I got to look at what the sport is because it's I bet it's pretty well equipped. I bet it's very well equipped and And if we if we talk to Nissan and get them to order only the manual transmissions into the press fleets, you and I will be the only ones who drive them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I have a BRZ from Subaru coming up, and I'm probably one of the only ones that can still yeah. drive Well, it. this, my Bronco that I tested was a seven-speed manual. Really? And wow. they told me nobody wants it because they don't know how to drive, <laughs> drive it. it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll tell you about some other vehicles we've driven and some that you might be able to drive in the future. So stay tuned to Cruise Control. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back with plenty more news about cars and stuff. Stay tuned. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Les. He's Fred. And uh, our, our, I think mutually, our favorite car brand, vehicle brand, Genesis, uh, is uh, is running a, is announcing their uh, first uh, fully electric Genesis GV60. Yep, um, it's it's amazing. I I'm really looking forward to driving this. Yeah, abso- uh, absolutely. Uh, it's only going to be available in certain states: California, New York. And there are two more. I have to. Hmm. Oh, a New Jersey and Connecticut. California, Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York. Well, you're in New York. Yeah, so maybe they'll put one in. The would fleet. you like to drive down to DC in it? Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, the range probably is about 300 miles. I would say. Well, yeah, that seems to be the the going 
level. It's got uh, some good horsepower. Uh, there's a front electric motor version with 429 with a boost mode of oh. up to 483. That's mm. good. I would make use of the Ergo Motion massaging driver's seat. <laughs> um, th- this is uh, a 2023 Genesis GV60 electric only. Uh, it's got some cool technology in it, too. You can unlock it with your face. So you can, just like your phone, that you can look at your phone and it will unlock this GV60 will do the same thing. And it, 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 it's another theory I have that our cars are becoming our cell phones or our cell phones well, are becoming you're right. cars, um, whichever way you like Oddly enough, um, my face has caused many doors to lock. <laughs> uh, but, okay. but that's a completely different story. That's a completely different story. But yeah. um, it, it's got a lot a lot going on there. Biometric information to unlock your vehicle. Uh, fingerprint auto authentication system allows the driver to start and drive the car without the need to carry a key. Although I don't think I could ever do I that. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I just I'm too ingrained. Are my keys there? Yep. Um, it has a, a head-up display. Face Connect can link individual Love driver it. profiles to the head-up display. So you look at the head-up display and your driver's seat, steering wheel, side mirrors, and multimedia settings adjust automatically, which I think is pretty cool. And the crystal sphere. Yes, tell us about the crystal sphere. Well, it's it's a it's a crystal. It's a, Does it's it a, uh, tell us our future? It's a control uh, knob, as it were. That's that's a crystal sphere um, down on the console, and uh, and the, the it'll let you it lets you operate the vehicle. It's like iDrive and some of these other systems. It's a cool knob. It's a cool, but it looks so cool. Yeah. And when the, when you turn off the Genesis, uh, the sphere provides ambient lighting. Um, and and as you rotate it, uh, the shift by wire dial appears. Uh, I love this. <laughs> just, the sphere. Uh, normally, I don't like yes. gadgets just for <laughs> the sake of gadgetry, but I I really like it. It's a this. fun thing. Well, well, let's look at some of the pricing uh, on this vehicle, and I can't wait to drive it because I think it. I think it's a pretty, yeah. pretty neat looking vehicle, and it will be great because Genesis does a great job with the interiors. And if you watched uh, last week's show, uh, if you didn't, go up to our YouTube page. This is up there because we have Bob Gritzinger on talking about Bob Gritzinger from Ward's Auto talking about great interiors. And right. this was one of them that he said was a great interior because of the crystal sphere. I'm sure that weighed into his decision. But let's look at pricing. GV60 mm-hmm. MSRP 58890 That's excluding the $1,090 freight. But don't get twisted about that. That's what freight costs these days. Uh, front and rear electric motors, 314 horsepower, 77.4 kilowatt hour, hour battery, 240 miles of range. Uh, you get a heat pump and battery heater, paddle shifted regen system, electronic parking brake, ventilated front and rear disc brakes, and a whole lot more. 
navigation typewritten pages of a whole lot more and then if you say well i need even more you can get the gv60 uh with front and rear electric motors 429 horse boosted to 483 range Mm -hmm. of 235 electronic limited slip diff monoblock front brakes napa leather seating 21 inch alloy wheels so two levels uh one is um one is 58,890 and the other one is 67,890 and uh you've got to tack on the thousand dollar 90 freight for that yep which is just the way it is but uh good stuff from the folks over at genesis when you say now i would like a little more range when you say, well, I'd like I'd I'd opt for the range before I'd opt for the power. Although the power gives you the range, and the oh no, well, I'm sorry, no, it's two forty eight, no. two forty eight in the in the single motor, two thirty five in the dual motor, but you don't get the boost <clears throat> mode. Yeah, well, of course you want to try out boost. <laughs> uh, it's like the uh, Mach E unbridled mode. Yeah. I think that's a lot for some people to handle. They won't be ready for like an instant on, you know, it's not no. like the no, engine's got to rev I up. Find, and, I find people are kind of scared. Yeah, because it's it's instant power. It's an instant hit of power. It's sort of like a drag car, you know, it just yeah. boom. And it's right there. So, uh, but there you have it. That is the GV60, and we'll be having more information on that as it comes along, Les Jackson. But let's talk about what Honda's doing. This is uh, some of their new their, their new design studio in California, and they are doing uh, previewing the Prologue, which is an electric SUV. Uh, are you surprised at that? It's coming mm. in 2024. And it is going to begin sales in 2024 of the Honda Prologue, co-developed with GM. And uh, this is something that I think we're going to see more of as manufacturers sort of try to split the cost of designing these things. Uh, It was designed in the U.S. and probably will use the GM drivetrain, I would imagine, uh, their Ultium battery. Uh, but uh, it's something to be on the lookout for in 2024. And then in 2026, they'll begin production and sales of Honda models based on this new Honda e-architecture. And then in 2027, they'll begin sales of affordable electric vehicles. That's a big thing, Les Jackson. You and I talk about all these vehicles now, and they're all... Around that sixty, yeah. seventy, eighty thousand yep. dollar range, and we just shoot it out there like, oh yeah, that's what it is. We don't mean to do that, but really, there need to be some thirty thousand dollar models, at least thirty thousand dollars, right? Yeah, I mean, um, when you've got things like the Maverick, which is a hybrid, but it's still electric. Um, yeah, it's twenty one thousand. Yeah. So you, you need. If your people are really going to embrace this, you need stuff you and I can afford. Right. And and they don't yeah. want to, as you said, maybe leasing is a way around this, but you're still going to have a gigantic lease payment if you uh, 
uh, are right. buying something or leasing something that's worth $65,000. So interesting problem. But VW said they would start building some affordable electrics. The Bolt mm-hmm. just has a new version out, believe it or not. So Chevy Bolt is still in the mix. Um, Good I think, for them. I think they will keep some affordable cars. They got to. They got to. They, they just can't, you know, they're, they just can't... Uh, give up on the $30,000 market. Not that no, that's inexpensive either. So, hey, when we come back, we got plenty more to go. We're going to talk tech about Volvo clearing the air and a whole lot more. So stay tuned. Cruise Control. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Les. He's Fred. Uh, we have a, a interesting uh, talking tech session here. Volvo uh, has developed uh, an air purification system. Uh, they and advanced air cleaner. Um, uh, that's what they call it. And this is cool. Now, Fred, I know you you suffer from allergies. Oh, I, yeah. I, mine are quite mild, but annoying uh, these days, especially in the, in the spring, a lot of pollen. And it filters the, in the cabin air beyond just particulates. It, uh, it does that to an incredible level, but it also removes... Uh, 90, what's the uh, 95% of all 95% of the viruses in the air? Uh, I mean, this is this is this is like a a doctor's office almost, (laughs) and it's well, that's really important for a lot of people. Well, I look at what's been going on up here, uh, where we are. Uh, I had a black car and it turned yellow. With pollen, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. so it, so this is uh, what they use. They use a synthetic fiber-based filter and ionization, and it traps up to ninety-five percent of the PM two point five particles. They're very small particles, um, and typically, a lot of these filters will turn on automatically. They sense that this is in the air, and they turn on. And it will be able, I mean, imagine this, people will leave their homes and drive in their cars to get yeah. clean air, be filtered air. Well, uh, it, now you, in the old days, used to, Puritron used to make Puritron. house filters. Yeah. Um, they were expensive, but they really did work. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we can buy that stuff today. I think central you, furnace systems. Yeah, you can. I think you can. And there's all kinds of systems for that. But it certainly might be worth looking into if you have uh, sinus problems. And I know I tend to get sinus problems, especially with this pollen. It's just yeah. crazy. It's, I mean, birch you, trees, ragweed, all that. It's all, pine it's all in trees. There. Yeah. So, uh, so that, that's a little bit of tech. But here's, here's a timely yeah. story. That's a timely story about pollen. But here's another timely story. This comes to us. Andrew Gans from Auto Trader put this list together. And it's 12 new cars that get the best MPG. 
And I'm going to talk about the top 10 here. And it, some of them, you know, you don't even think about. Uh, no. Honda Civic, 36 miles to the gallon. That's, now, that is not a hybrid or anything, but it is just, just a, a Honda. That's ju- just a Honda, right? Hyundai Elantra, 37 miles to the gallon. Not bad. That's a nice little car, right? Not bad at all. Uh, Mitsubishi Mirage, 39. Yeah, real inexpensive car. Starts at $16,000, right? Yeah, geez. Uh, Hyundai Sonata Hybrid Blue. We talked about them potentially getting rid of the Sonata. Uh, the Sonata, and this is depressing because look at the mileage on that car. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, 52. Yeah. You know, uh, the blue version. Uh, what do you got at number six? Well, the uh, one again that people don't think about is a Toyota Camry Hybrid. Yeah, that's a nice vehicle. I drove that Making last summer. Making it for years. Yeah. Uh, and that's 52, same as the Sonata, which is just, man, if you're buying a new car, you really should think about a hybrid. Yeah, it, it really does make a difference. Toyota Corolla Hybrid, fun little car, um, nice interior. Uh, and, uh, it's, 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 it's really inexpensive. 53 yeah. city, 52 high highway. I'd be happy with that. Uh, and then Me Honda too. insight, this is going to go away, but it doesn't matter because it's still a great car. It's going to be replaced by the civic hybrid, but the Honda insight gets 52 miles to the gallon, 55 miles in the city, 49 on the highway. That's just terrific. And uh, the Hyundai Elantra hybrid, hybrid blue, is 54. Um, Think about it. I think right now anybody listening who's getting 20 miles to the gallon on $5 a gallon gas is thinking 54 miles per gallon? Yeah. You barely have to fill the tank. (laughs) And it's only only a $25,000 car what a what a commuter car that would be wouldn't that be great (laughs) and it's a nice car it's it's these are not you know cars that you sit in and go oh wow wow i got a real cheap car but i get good mileage you have all the stuff you need android auto apple carplay uh, a good sound system comfortable seats you know it makes sense to me um yeah Number two, Toyota Prius Eco. I am not crazy about the the uh, Prius styling, but I I just don't care much for the styling of Toyota of Priuses. But and I don't particularly care for the driving dynamics. Uh, they're just not um, they're just not all that pleasant to drive. Not bad. It's just here, here- you know. Here's the one I would order. The Hyundai Ionic Blue, 59 miles to the gallon. Mm. Uh, it starts a little under $25,000. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you know, you could pay $25,000 for a, a really nice Honda motorcycle that gets <laughs> 59 miles to the gallon. Or... You could have the entire car. Yeah. With all the safety features. Yeah. That is amazing. That is a, that re- really. And uh, 
Ionic, I, I, would you consider that a crossover? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a little little crossover. It's certainly. a little crossover. Yeah, but it's, you could call it a almost station wagon. I tell you, something like that. If you're commuting to work every day, I would buy something Boy, like that because absolutely, it is. It's got all the safety features. It's now it's got low rolling resistance tires, so that that they might be a little choppy. Yeah, but uh, you know what? For the money. That's crazy. <laughs> it's it like, is. It, I mean, it's like, wow, you could <laughs> literally go most places on less than a gallon. If it if it if the tank holds ten gallons, right? I could drive on one tank from here, D- Washington D.C., pick you up in New York, and we could go to Boston <laughs> and never have to fill the tank. That is crazy. That is crazy. Well. As I say, it's an article by Andrew Gans of Auto Trader, 12 uh, vehicles. Oh, let's just tell the other two. Uh, Kia Rio, 36 miles to the gallon. These are number 11. And number 12 was Hyundai Accent. Hyundai Accent, you can get super inexpensive. Yeah, Uh, that's 36 miles to the gallon. Yeah. But I would be tempted to go for the number one Hyundai Ionic Blue. That is yeah. just crazy, you know. But will people do that to save the money? I mean, it's not like you're giving up much. Well, it, the you're big not going to get a lot of power, but so what? Yeah, but the big problem is people are buying SUVs and pickup trucks because they don't feel safe in smaller vehicles. Yeah. Let's talk about something mm-hmm. completely different. Mustang is a rare Mustang uh, that was highlighted this week. There's only 11 of these convertibles available. And what's unique about them? They were the 11 Mustangs that were on the Magic Skyway from 1964 to 1965. Oh, those, yeah. uh, and uh, it is, uh, this was auctioned off at the Meekum Indy auction, or will be auctioned off today, actually, Saturday the 21st of May, and uh, it, what it was, it was one of those cars, they were modified by the Karen and company, they welded on tabs and a couple other things so these could be run on the tracks, and then once they were done, uh, carrying estimated 4,000 passengers over 5,000 miles, although the car engine wasn't running, they took it back, they reupholstered it, repainted it, but they left the bracketry for the <laughs> for the tracks on the bottom. And this one has a 200 horsepower six-cylinder engine, a cruise-o-matic transmission, 320 rear power top. Uh, and uh, it's white, I think, with a red interior, which I believe a, lo- a lot of those cars were. I remember riding in one of yeah, those, but w- not a Mustang. I don't think it was a Wimbledon Mustang. Wimbledon white. But, uh, yeah, that's going up for auction. So what a little piece of history that is, huh? That's terrific. Yeah, cool stuff. All right, when we come back, we're going to have an at-the-wheel review talking about fuel-sipping hybrids. I got the Kia Nero hybrid. I got, wow, almost 50 miles to the gallon out of this thing. So we'll give you a full at-the-wheel when we come back. 
Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. I have got an at-the-wheel review, but right before the break, we were talking about that list of 12 vehicles that get great fuel economy. Yep. Well, this is another one, and uh, a little bit more expensive, but not bad at all. This is the 2022 Nero EX Premium. So this is a well-loaded hybrid edition of the Nero. Now, the Nero you can get in all-electric, in plug-in hybrid, in hybrid right. <laughs> only, yeah, three. And, and also just as a regular gas-powered car, right? So um, we wanted to look into this, and I, I was actually excited about this this review because this is a real smart vehicle. This is a crossover vehicle, and it is, uh, it is in a color that I like for small vehicles, and I think the reason I like it I like all small vehicles to be red for some reason because I believe that is uh, <laughs> that is the first small vehicle I bought was in bright red. I think it's a good safety thing. But uh, hybrid drivetrain, four-cylinder engine, 1.6-liter four-cylinder with hybrid electric motor, 1.56-kilowatt-hour lithium-hour polymer battery, six-speed dual-clutch automatic transmission, and uh, this thing was great. The transitions between uh, electric and uh, gas were very smooth. Uh, it makes a lot of noise on the road. There's there are the sound, you know, when it's in electric boat. And then there's also kind of an annoying backup alarm. Um, but uh, I guess, you you know, it's all about safety. I it's like about the safety. clean the way, design of it. Well, go ahead. Well, I, I just, uh, the color... Uh, is is a like a rose red, which is or almost a lipstick red. They call it runaway red. Yeah, I like I like runway red, not runaway, runway. Runway. Yeah. yeah. Um clean design. Mike Torpy, who uh designed the um Soul, Kia Soul designed this very clean design. Um, almost uh, reminds me a little bit of the Pacifica, the early Pacifica from Chrysler, straight belt line. Now, this is the 2022 model. I'm going to show you the 2023 model in a little bit. They've radically redesigned it. But this was um, a great vehicle as far as being a small crossover. It is front-wheel drive only. It is not available with all-wheel drive. And I don't think they intend to make it available with all-wheel drive, but we would we would see if that is, if that is something different, uh, if that comes out. I like the uh, jet-like lights on the front down there in the front corners. Um, on the inside, as typical with Kia, very well equipped. Oh, yeah, heated steering wheel, heated seats, leather seating surfaces. This is the premium edition. Uh, one thing on the inside, the door cards were a little plain, a lot of black hard plastic, uh, which made the interior a little dark, and uh, it didn't feel up to the 
uh, more luxurious standards you would find for a premium vehicle. But it did have a lot of the cool stuff like navigation and had the heated steering wheel, the heated and cooled seats. Rear seats fold down almost flat to the load floor out back, which is really convenient. And then uh, you give up some things in the hybrid, like there's no power gate. You have to open it manually. Not a big, not a big thing to give up. Uh, there's storage underneath the um, the storage area, which is kind of like a a foam mat. There is no spare tire, just an inflator. But it looks like you could add a spare tire if you wanted to. Nicely packaged on the inside, the hybrid drivetrain, very clean. Of course, you see the electric motor over there and the orange wires for the high voltage. Um, but uh, uh, I think I think they did a great job of combining all of this. And I got almost 50 miles to the gallon with this thing around wow. town, less, And it is rated city, 51, 16-inch uh, wheels, by the way. Nice-looking uh, alloy wheels. Um, and uh, it's rated at 46 on the highway. I was doing like incredible numbers around town, though, 47, 48 or more. So it, it really clean looking car. Um, as I say, like that jet, those jet looking lights on the, on the bottom that are the, uh, uh, daylight running lights, daytime running lights, just a clean designed car, a little bit play it safe styling. Um, but that's, that's not bad. Now it's going to change the, I'm going to show you the look of the new one. Ours, uh, by the way, I should tell you price first. Ours had a base price of 31,990, which basically had everything in there. He didn't ventilate front seats. He did steering wheel, cargo Typical cover. Typical of Hyundai. Yeah. Parking distance warning. Um, the additional equipment was 295 for that runway runway red paint and carpeted floor mats 155 uh full safety systems which is great great to see on this uh android auto and apple carplay plus the touchscreen navigation on the 10.2 inch screen um so all in uh before shipping 32,440 and then inland freight and handling is one thousand one seventy five total of thirty three thousand six fifteen, and for final assembly point is Korea, uh, country of origin for engines Korea, and uh, transmission is Korean as well. Overall score four stars on on safety as well. So not how how is uh, the rear seat room? Rear seat room is good. Um, there's good good leg room. The one thing I noticed, you cannot recline the seats, so they're either up or down. So that is mm. that is uh, a, could be a concern for some. But here's what they've done to it for the 2023 model year. They have certainly modernized the look of it. They've done away with the quarter window in the back, and they've even modernized the interior and made it a lot more slick. Um, on the inside, there's a controller on the dash. The uh, navigation screen is uh, integrated in. I don't think we have pricing on this new model, but it's always good to keep in mind if you like the new model better. It's good to know that there is a new model and uh, and if <laughs> you might right. be interested in that one or quite attractive. I like it. Yeah, yeah. so that that's the new interior. and they actually did like a dark panel. Uh, I don't know whether that's just 
for all of them or on the electric. But it, it almost reminds me, you're going to laugh, of the Audi R8, where they had that dark mm-hmm. panel come down the yeah. side yeah. Uh, vertically. Um, and they've updated the front end look of it. Uh, it's kind of funny. A bit of the sole carries over. The sole has done that big lower grill. Um, so, so they've done some pretty seriously updated things to it for the 2023 model year. But of course, this is the one I tested, which was the 2022 model year. Typically, you would say, well, you could get the 2022 at a cheaper cost. I don't know how many of these things are around. But either any way you look at it, it is basically a small front-wheel drive station wagon that gets almost 50 miles to the gallon. So that's your elevator uh, review of that uh, because it is it is quite quite the vehicle as far as uh, economy and um, and use. I mean, you've got some good storage area too, as well. Um, would you wait for the new one or would you uh, I'd, uh, go I'd with the wait current for the one? new one? You would wait. I'd wait for the I like the new one's interior um, and especially the dash. Yeah. Um, why not? It's, you know. The one I tested, the yeah. door cards were, there's a lot of black hard plastic. And even though this was the premium model, that did not seem all that premium. I think they've addressed that in the new one. I haven't been in the new one. But it seems like they've gone with more two-tone, more soft materials. Um, And I I think that's great. And keep in mind, you can get this in standard internal combustion, plug-in hybrid, hybrid, or electric. So all cool stuff. Hey, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.